What is up? Welcome back to the CA Power Player Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Haskins, and today's guest is live in studio. I haven't had him on the channel in a while, and I absolutely should have. Okay, here's why. Um, this is someone I've learned the absolute most from in the insurance business. Number one, you're like, okay, who is this? I don't know if Dylan's showing him yet, but here you go. Okay, someone that has went um, and on the captive side of the business, went from having an agency that was 51st in the country to number one. Also on the independent side, started with four agents and now has over two thousand and can absolutely help you not only sell more insurance build your agency and become a phenomenal leader and i want to mention um his first year selling life insurance door to door with no leads while running a debit route and collecting premiums from clients every single month he wrote 465 life insurance policies in his first year please welcome the ceo of impact legacy group my best friend and my father Brian Askins. It's great to be here. Thank you very, very much. Uh, How long has it been since we've had you on here? Oh, gosh, probably a year. I'm not sure. It's been too long, man. If it's been too long, let us know in comments below. Um, Here's one thing that just because we've got a ton of new audience members that are joining this, um, like, obviously, I know your story inside and out. Um, For those that don't, kind of walk them through your journey to get here today. Well, I started out in the insurance industry back in 1990. and uh, Three so, months before I was born. Yep, April of 1990. You were born in July of 1990. And uh, the crazy thing is I was selling furniture door-to-door out of a box. And, uh, so, and so for the, those that don't know, how in the freak do you sell furniture door-to-door out of a box? So you have a, you have a little card box and uh, three-by-five cards, and you have pictures of the furniture, uh, living room suits, bedroom suits, di- you know, appliances, et cetera and uh, all the different furniture that may go in a house and appliances and you go knock on the door and ask that they have have a need for furniture and and you go in there and you show them pictures of of what you have and and you place order you deliver it uh if they don't make payments you repo it you know, you're you're you do it all and so you repoed some furniture too oh absolutely absolutely lots of it unfortunately and that was always the uh the okay, bad. what if somebody's on the on the couch you you ask them to move and uh if they don't move you take them off they're, they're watching the tv you unplug the tv you know and and uh wow. you know if they've got food in the furniture and food in the refrigerator you take it out and you know unfortunately that's just the way it, way it happened you know and and this was back in the uh, uh the late 80s 89 uh, wow. to be exact and uh, so then anyway so i got a phone call one day and asking me would i be inter- interested in in the insurance industry i had knew nothing about the insurance industry whatsoever had you ever thought about it before none whatsoever what, what age were you <clears throat> at that point I was uh, I was twenty. Okay. Yeah, I was twenty, and uh, absolutely. Twenty years old selling furniture out of a box. Yeah, I had had no clue whatsoever about the insurance industry. Knew nothing, and uh, so the and so I got a phone call, and and the gentleman said, "Hey, would you just have?" And I'm like, "I know nothing about the insurance. I, you know, I'm I'm selling furniture now, doing well, and and he's like, just meet with me, just mm. meet with me. So I met with him, and and he told me what kind of money I could make, and then all of a sudden, the next thing I know. <laughs> You know, I'm taking my insurance license, and I get my life and health license, and and uh, and I go to work with him, and uh, and then 1990, and, and this was in uh, April of 1990, in April and in, in, uh, 1991, uh, I was a rookie of the year of the company, and broke over all the life insurance records at the time, and I'm sure they've been broke since, but broke all the records at the time, and uh, and then uh, I, I was with him for seven years. And the only reason I left, because I'm a very loyal person, the only reason I left there is because of a, a situation to where uh, I'd always wanted to go into leadership role. Mm-hmm. And uh, but my my uh, 
current boss at the time, my current manager at the time, uh, even though there was all these other agencies trying to get me to come be a district sales manager for them, he was blocking them all just because he didn't want to lose my production. And I found out about that. And so that's when I went to him and, uh, and I told him, I said, look, you know, uh, and he said, the only reason I've done that is because I want to make sure that you're, you're my next manager here. Well, the finally position came available uh, after another, I don't know, a year or so later. And, uh, and so we, we go to the, a meeting one day, and, uh, and I've been there for seven years, mm. uh, seven years exactly on, on, the, on the month. We go to the meeting, and, and a, a gentleman had just uh, ret- retired because of, uh, he went out on disability due to, due to diabetes. And so we're in that, in that uh, go to the meeting, and, uh, and he says, hey, I need to announce our next manager. And I'm thinking, this is really odd, but you know, we've talked about it a hundred times and I know it's me cause we've talked about it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, anyway, and he says, uh, I've decided to promote my brother and he names his brother's name. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I still remember his, I still remember his name and his brother's name. I won't announce it here, but, sure. uh, but, uh, uh, but his brother. And so after that, I immediately went and wrote my resignation letter. I resigned that day with no, with nothing, I'm getting you know, goosebumps right now. With, with nothing, you know, with nothing, just because he didn't give me an opportunity to go into leadership role, which is what I—that was my passion. It's what I wanted to do, yeah. and uh, and uh, so anyway, so and at this time, you know, when he did this, this was in April of 1997, uh, and uh, uh, we had you know four children at the time, and so I walk out with no career well mutual Omaha had been trying to recruit me for the last probably six months to a year and uh, so I went out to the uh, to the uh, vehicle and I, I called Milton Brock mm. and uh, you know Milton and yes. I called Milton and uh, Milton uh, and this was on a Friday so Milton says I'll be down there on Saturday so Milton drove uh, from Springfield Missouri to to Wynn Arkansas the next morning the very next day and uh, and I went to work for Mutual and I uh, became a uh, an agent with Mutual uh, and my uh, and did very very well as an agent and it said hey just prove yourself as an agent and then we'll move you in the leadership role and so I did that and after about seven months Milton made me uh, what we call a purse producing sales manager to where you're still purse producing but you're sales managing and and uh, and it was a it was a tough role because of trying to you know do a lot wear a lot yeah, of hats that's tough and so then finally the position came available to where I became the district sales manager of, of the Jonesboro office. And then, you know, about seven or eight months later, he asked me what I'd like to become the district sales manager of the state of Arkansas because the district sales manager in Arkansas wasn't, wasn't working out. So I did that. So then I was a st- the, the manager of the state of Arkansas. And so then after, uh, uh, then I was there for about two and a half years as a district sales manager. And, and after that, Milton calls me one day and he says, are you sitting down? And, uh, and I said, yeah. And he says, uh, uh, well, he says, I'm, he said, I've got an offer I cannot refuse. It was with AAA Property and Casual in Northern California. He said, I've got, he said, and he was the general manager at Mutual. He said, I'm leaving. He said, I'm going to recommend that you, you, you take my position. Well, I was only 30 years of age at the time. Wow. And no one had ever, you know, that, uh, so anyway, a lot of people applied for the position because it was a, you know, and, uh, and I was the youngest GM in, in, in company history. And uh, so anyway, so I took over that role. And, and like you said, we were ranked uh, 50, it was, it was actually 49th ranked mm. out of 51 agencies. Uh, but uh, we were ranked 49th out of 51. Way, it was pretty bad. It's pretty bad, yeah. And uh, so anyway, so long story short is, is after 10 years of doing that, uh, and this, I took over that agency in August of 2000 and just surrounded myself with a lot of great people. And then in the December of uh, 2010, we were the number one agency in the, in the entire company and, and was breaking every, every record that, that the, we were out producing, you know, agencies in Texas and California, New York, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. 
<clears throat> what a story. Oh my gosh, man. I'm yeah. getting goosebumps for all that stuff. Um, and just to hear, I've heard all that, but to hear it again, because it had been a while since I heard some of those pieces. Um, you mentioned one thing about always wanting to be a leader, <laughs> even at like 20 years old, 27 years old, 30 years old. Why would you, why did you want to be a leader specifically? I, I just I just knew I could help people. I, I knew I could make a difference in people's lives, and and I just I was very confident of that, and uh, and just the what I had to offer I could I could help people achieve goals that they never dreamed they could ever achieve, and uh, and and it's being a leader is is just a passion. It's something you've got to be passionate about. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, you know they. You know they they get the title manager, they get the title of something else, but it's all about the it's all about being a true leader, and uh, so uh, you know people ask me all the time, you know, have have you built uh, the agency? How'd you build Mutual Hall? Like you know, like you did, and have you built the independent agency like you did? You know, you kind of mentioned earlier about the independent agency yep. on that side. Uh, and it's all about surrounding yourself with the right people, and and all people are looking for it. They're looking for just transparency mm-hmm. they're looking for honesty they're looking for integrity they're looking for people they can trust and uh and and they're not that's it's all they're looking for they're, they're looking you know they won't they just want to be treated uh they want a safe place to to uh uh to grow and to grow you know a, a business or grow their team or whatever you know whatever situation they're in uh but one of the things that we've always done or i've always been is is i love you know uh, i i you know, I get criticized a lot for it, but I, I still think it's the the, the greatest thing I, I do is give out very comp, very high comp levels so people can build teams. Mm-hmm. You know, because they can go out and recruit the talent that that they need to, to build the teams. Because if you don't have the uh, uh, and and I always encourage people, you know, be a student of the business. You got to know your business, and uh, so you know, and I love that I've been on the sell side a lot. You know, even mm-hmm. when I became independent, we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. But when I became, I. I you know, I love being on the sales side just because when you're mentoring individuals, it just gives you such an edge, you know, such an edge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just, just empowering people and being a student of the business. And, uh, but I, I love, I love helping people, uh, giving them the tools and resources to, in order to excel at a very, very, very high level. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, th- so then, um, February of 2014, transition independent. I did. Um, after 17 years. Yeah. yeah. Why? And like talk through some of that and, and kind of catch us up to today. Yeah. So in February of 2014, uh, became independent uh, and uh, started an independent agency. Uh, I was with Corporate America for, for 24 years, seven years with, with Reliable Life and 17 years with Mutual Omaha. Too, too much shy of 24 years. Well, 24 years in corporate America is like 17 lifetimes, yeah. you know, and for those who have been on, those on the call that have been in, in corporate America, they know what I'm talking about. Yep. And uh, the wind blows a different direction every day, depending on who the leader is. And, and there's just, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, so uh, making a, a, a seven figure income and, uh, and then walked away from that. And, uh, and, as an and the funny thing is and i've told this story you know a hundred times but i went you know home and told my wife we're gonna i'm become independent agent she says w- w- what does that start out at pay wise <laughs> and i said well it starts out at zero and she's like i don't think we're gonna do that <laughs> and when i left mutual uh i was getting all kinds of offers from corporate places you know some very large offers you know some offers yeah. that you know that uh uh most people think I'm nuts for not not accepting those, but I just I I wanted to build something for myself. I was tired of building something for somebody else. I wanted to build something that I owned, yeah. and that I you know I had ownership of, and and I just 
and and once once I got that in my mind that you know I, I'm not going to build for corporate anymore. I'm going to build something that I own, something that you know that I control, something I don't have to worry about. You know who the next uh, CEO of the company is or or anything mm-hmm. else. I've got full and total control, and you know I can sink or swim, but it's going to be my fault either way it goes. And uh, so. Uh, so after that happened, I went to, I became an independent agent, you know, and I've got to replace a large income, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, as you know, uh, I started selling a lot, yeah, you, you know, and uh, a lot, a lot of life insurance, uh, Medicare and, and health insurance and, you know, uh, disminuities and, you know, just, just all the product lines. I mean, I, I became a true student of the business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was studying products constantly. I was constantly, uh, I, you know, I started doing, I created a Medicare seminar, uh, system and which we still use today, which is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, I love it. It's, it's and then, uh, and I started my own referral group. Uh, I did all kinds of things too, because I've never worked a lead. I, and, and I never want to work a lead. Mm-hmm. I've never called a lead. I've never done any, I've never cold called in my entire life. Not one day, not one cold call. And I never want to cold call. It's not, it's not that fun. Yeah. I don't want to do it. And, uh, there's other ways to, to really excel in this business. True. And, uh, so anyway, so I figured those out and I was recruiting at the same time that I was, uh, uh purse producing and I was doing both and, uh, and working a lot of hours, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, for the first few years, there were a lot, a lot of hours and, uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. It being awesome. independent, it's the greatest thing in the world True. to where you're truly building your own business. Yeah, it's cool. And we'll get into some of the other um, benefits <clears throat> of that in, in, uh, here in a few minutes. Um, you, you talk about, um, building an agency mm-hmm. um, and leadership. Um, do you believe that anyone can become a good leader? I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody can become a good leader. Uh, I think that it takes a very special person to, be, to truly be a leader. Yeah. You know, I, I think that... Everybody can call themselves one. Yeah, you, you can have the titles, manager, director, whatever. Uh, and, and that gives you the... A leadership role, mm-hmm. uh, but a leader is people. A leader is someone people want to follow. Yeah. You know, people people trust. People see a vision because of that person being in their life. They they see their life being better because that person being in their life. And so, you know, and when I was at uh, Reliable, uh, one day I asked myself, "Do I see myself being better because of the person that that I report to?" And the answer was no. You know, the answer was no. And so that's the reason that and a couple of things, the reason I made the change, you know, and it's all about, you know, and like at Mutual, eventually, you know, that we had some great leaders throughout the way and, and some not so great. Uh, some that they were poor leaders, very, very, very poor mm-hmm. leaders. And uh, uh, but it's all about if you truly, truly think that person that is that that you're that you're reporting to or maybe not reporting is not the right word, but but sure, you know, that that. Uh, that brought you in the business that that's that's supporting you and helping you if that person can truly help you get to the next level and they can truly make an impact in your life that's what a leader is a leader is someone who gives people systems and processes tools and resources in order for them to excel at a high level there's so many times and i cannot t- you know this already without me telling us and, and the audience knows this you know right now in, in chat you know put in there that you know raise your hand or something this how many people have gotten in this business you know 92 percent fail mm-hmm. you know it's probably you know it's a great it's a huge number and uh, but they fail because 
they weren't brought into any type of systems. They weren't brought into any type of training platforms. They weren't they weren't given any type of support. They weren't given any type of marketing uh, plans, programs. Yeah. They were no, there was nothing to plug and play in, you know. And uh, uh, and they're they're basically, hey, go get your license, and we're going to give you some contracts. And then if you hit certain levels, we'll we'll increase your contract levels. Mm. But there but there's no support, and uh, and that's the reason people fail is is. And, and and was that person brought him in? Is that person a leader? No, mm-hmm. that person's not a leader. Mm-hmm. That person's not a leader. You know, they're they're not they're bringing no value to that person. Yes. So, well, what about um, what are some tips? Like you mentioned, transparency, honesty, integrity. And you're right. It's funny because most people think um, people are looking at, you know, contracts and carriers and you know, comp and like different stuff. And those things are very important. But they would rather. So actual transparency, honesty, integrity, and it does seem to lack a lot in our industry, but there's always something behind the curtain that they're just not telling you. Um, what would you say about that? Well, I think as a leader, you should never have any, any hidden motives, any hidden agendas. Mm. You should have full transparency. You should have full disclosure. Uh, you should have, uh, uh, the person that you're dealing with should be able to trust you. Uh, you. You have complete honesty. There should never be any gray areas. There should always be full. And communication is the key to anything. That's the mm-hmm. most important thing about any any relationship. I don't care if it's marriage. I don't care if it's with your children. I don't care if it's with yes. your business partners. I don't care what it is. Communication is the key. And uh, But to kind of answer your question a little bit is I think that there's so many times that uh, – uh, People just want transparency because, you know, they don't want to, you know, like if, if somebody joins our agency and they decide they want to release, that's fine. I, I'll give anybody release, immediate release. Mm-hmm. You know, we've never held anybody hostage and never will. Never, never have and never will hold anybody hostage. And uh, now we always ask for reciprocal release, you sure. know, from the person, but that's that's industry, you know, standards there. Yep. Uh, but there's a lot of agencies out there, they won't give releases, which is just crazy to me and right. uh because i, I want volunteers not hostages you know yes i, I want people that, to volunteer to be you know a part of our organization and 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 uh uh so but anyway i think that there's so many people i hear that uh the the individuals directing the agencies there's a lot of great agencies out there mm-hmm. a lot of great people that run agencies for sure a lot of great there people. is a lot and but there's a lot of just absolute. I'm gonna use the word. I don't know what it's the word. You they're crooks, you know. Uh, Bunch of those too. Yeah. So they're they're just they're just not good people, you know. They're just they're just not. And uh, and so if you have to question everything the person does, mm-hmm. they're not they're not the leader you're looking for. The, the person that if you truly want to, I want I want to say this right here because this right here is, I, I truly believe this. If you truly want to excel. You gotta align with people with similar beliefs as you. Yeah. Because when you don't, you're always questioning something mm-hmm. that's occurring or happening. And and it's always putting doubt in your mind. And when there's doubt in your mind, you're not moving forward. Yes. You're not moving forward nearly at the speed that you should be moving forward. Yeah. If there's always doubt in your mind. <clears throat> I think one thing that's important too is for people to find others that they do align with. I think I it's important to not only share your beliefs but also like what you're looking for, you know? Because if you just enter into a relationship and you don't ask questions, you don't get another person, you don't tell them what you believe to see what they believe, you will end up with a bunch of in, a bunch of bad relationships most of the time. You just will. No question. Yeah. It's gotta be just, you know, it's gotta be, you know, uh, 
yeah, I love when people ask a thousand questions, mm-hmm. and I love when people call and, and it shows uh, they're serious too. It shows they're serious because this could be prospects or recruits. You think about it, like, is it not weird if you're trying to sell something and, and nobody ever asks you anything? You know, they just go oh. along with everything you say. You know, and they never they never ask anything. Same thing with recruits. It's like if they just like, it's like they would probably go with anyone. Absolutely. You know, yeah. um, one of the things that's, that uh, you had mentioned and I've, I see is like. Um, not only has this business um, allowed you to, you know, have an amazing marriage, and it also can be tied into the freedom of this can be tied into family. Um, also, literally everyone in our family is in the business, you know, um, in some way or another. Um, talk about that and like the power behind that, and, and too, like here's one thing that it'll be easier for me to say because um, I notice it is it's so easy it's so easy to like build a business but a, a marriage to fall apart. So easy to build a business and a family to fall apart. So easy to build a business, but then your ethics and integrity or, or you as a person are just freaking unhappy, you know, and hate your life. You feel like you built a prison that you're walking into every day. Um, talk about those pieces too. Yeah, there, there's a song that I'd encourage everybody to go listen to. I, I love this song and I heard it and it's with uh, Spencer uh, Cradell or, or something like that, sings it. I forgot the name. I forgot. Yes, I, I don't yes. know how to pronounce his last name or exactly what his last exactly, name is. I'm exactly talking about him. Uh, but the, the, uh, the, the, the song is called Side of the Stage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that song should, you know, uh, should Spencer hit Spencer Crandall. Crandall. Yep, it's Crandall. And then it's, it's called Side of the Stage. But but one of the, the verses in the song, it says, what is it all worth at the end of the day if there's no one on the side of the stage? Mm. And so to me, the most important thing in the world is family. You, you know that. You know, there, I, we've, we've done family vacations every year for as long as you've been alive, mm-hmm. every single year. You know, like this past year, I took the entire family to Jamaica, you know, for, for a week. And, uh, yep, and, and, awesome. and I, I absolutely love that. And, and, that's, and that's, you know, uh, Patty and I, that's, that's your mom's and I, our, our passions to do things like that. But I think it's so important. We work a lot of hours, mm-hmm. okay? We work a lot of hours. But here's the mistake people make, and I see it every day. And it just, yeah. it, it just, I'm, I'm like, you're, you're so missing the boat, and you're so missing it. Is like, I'm constantly getting text messages. I'm constantly getting emails, constantly. Yep. I could check emails and text messages 24/7, mm-hmm. 365, and probably never catch up. You know, it's just, it could be a constant thing. But when you get with your spouse, when you get with your children, you know, just try something. Put that cell phone away. Don't check the emails. Don't check the text. Don't, you know, because don't even grab your phone to look at it. You know, just because you're, all all I'm saying is, is that, to have a strong marriage, to have a strong relationship with your children, be in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's not the, the time that you spend. It's the it's the value of each of each moment that you spend, mm-hmm. and so, but uh, uh, but be in the moment, you know, make every moment count, uh, and so, you know, you you've been at you know lunches or dinners or you know uh, trying to I was just know, about that you know watching a movie with your spouse or whatever, and and every time the phone dings, you know, a text message or email, you, you immediately pick it up, yeah, you know, and and uh, just if people would not make their cell phones their they're God, yeah. you know, I'm not sure how else word Number one priority a lot of cases too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and just think of, you know, if your spouse knew that when you were with her, you know, and, uh, you know, I work a lot of hours, you know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm at the office before 7 every day, and most of the time it's 7 o'clock before I get home at night. 
you know, I've always believed in working half days, 12 hours, you know, and uh, it's just always, always, always believe. But just you think. You choose your 12. As we yeah, you choose your say. 12. I always, always <laughs> joke that. But, uh, but uh, just, just think about if you just simply put your cell phone up and when you, when you, like if you're at dinner with you, my wife and I are going to dinner tonight. We have our, we have our, our 34th wedding anniversary on Friday, yeah, you know, awesome. Friday, September 1st. We got married Friday, September 1st of 1989. And, uh, and so tonight when we go to dinner, I will not answer a text. I won't answer, you know, uh, an email. You know, I won't, resp- awesome. I won't do any of that. My cell phone will be put up, and and you know, and we'll we'll communicate because I want her to know that she's more important than that phone. Mm. You know, and That's uh, good. so it's good. Yeah, but uh, it's so important. You know, you mentioned you know, and and one thing that I'm, I'm probably most proud of is, you know, like uh, uh, I never pressured you to get in the business at all. Mm-mm. You know, never one day. Uh, but I, but I, I, I kind of felt I felt like you were going to, yeah. and only because like we would do yard sales at you know at the house, and you know uh, you were selling everything. You were out there like you know an auctioneer, <laughs> you know, just selling everything. And then you used to sell stuff on eBay all the time. So you were True. you've been in sales mode since the day that you you could you know speak basically. You, you've been in sales mode, and uh, and so anyway, so uh, and then when you came aboard and you you became an agent. Uh, you know, at mutual at mutual hall, you became an intern first, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was such a proud moment for me, and, so. and and such a proud moment. And probably the the reason it was so proud is is because you weren't looking for dad to find your next sell for you. Mm. You weren't looking for dad to, you know, take care of all of your marketing, your prospecting, and and dad to develop your marketing plan. You you know, and I probably helped you less than I helped other agents, and it was just because I didn't want to you know, put off that. They already thought you were helping with all those other things anyway. <laughs> the, I, I didn't want to put off the vibe of, of nepotism, yeah. but, but what probably made me the proudest of, you know, of you whenever in your early, early career is one day I come in the, and I'm at the office at night. Okay. Cause I was there pretty late and I'm leaving the office about seven o'clock one night. And I walked through the, the, uh, uh, the, the front of the office to head to my car and you're back there and you've got all of your, uh, bas- <laughs> you got your entire basketball team back there and your entire bat and there's pizzas there and and everybody's dialing there everybody has lists and so i can i don't know if you remember this or not yeah i, I come up to you and i'm like what is going on <laughs> and uh you're like well i'm paying them uh, uh ten dollars an appointment they set yeah I, I think it was ten dollars if i remember it right was, yeah. and then they get free pizza and uh and you had them call list and they were just smiling and dialing and so you didn't just sit back and wait for things to happen. Mm-hmm. You went out and made things happen cool. and you got creative. And, uh, and I remember when you and Dallas, you know, went and, uh, you know, because you're like, Hey, I don't have any appointments this week or not, a, not, a, not many appointments yeah. are these three days here. So, Hey, let's go to, and I don't even remember what city y'all went to. I don't even remember what, all of them. You know, you, but anyway, y'all went and y'all stayed at, at, at nasty hotels to save money Pretty much. and, uh, you know, 40 and 50 night hotels and, and uh, but you were knocking doors all day long, senior, you know, senior mm-hmm. uh, living living uh, areas and so forth, and just knocking doors for final expense, and and then y'all come back three or four days later, and and uh, but you, sure. even though your dad was successful, you still made your own path, and uh, you you never relied on me, you know, one day to help you make your path, and and then and I remember that that day that uh, you know because uh, I kind of thought. 
gosh, I think he's gone crazy. Because <laughs> the day that you started putting out stuff on YouTube and all that, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, you started your videos and all that, and you're like, Dad, I really have a passion for this. I really have a passion for training agents. And I kept trying to say, hey, let's let's let you let's build and you know let you build a team, you know, a massive massive team. And you're like, that sounds great, but I really this is my passion. Hmm. And uh, and so, and, and I'm one that you know, as as you know, that I want to support anything my children want to do. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I, I want to support it. You know, if at all possible, I want to support it. And uh, and so I just wanted to, uh, and that's why I kept encouraging you, and you know, kept challenging you to, if you're going to do this, let's go all in, you know, True. and just truly, you know, truly, truly uh, challenge you and encourage you along the entire way. So yeah, and it was not only um, that's cool to reminisce and hear that too. Um, it's I don't know if I'd heard you speak about the moment where you walk in the back of the office and I got all these people in there working. I don't I don't I don't think I've ever I heard remember that like it was yesterday piece, which is really cool, but. Um, you not only supported, which I think is just huge for the audience, is you also like b- had belief um, that things would work out and I would do well, you know. Um, and, and that's true for anybody I've seen you work with. Like you, you are speaking like, "Hey, you're gonna make hundred grand this year," you know, and like, "Hey, you should do the conference," you know. You know what I mean? Like you're supporting, but you're also like putting belief and like speaking it into existence behind that. Um, and I think everybody needs that in their life at some point, you know. Like you've had people in your life. You mentioned Milton and you know, your mom and others that like have supported you and believed in you and helped you. Um, there's been plenty of others, you know, um, that maybe don't have that, that need that, you know, like you've always been super supportive. Mom, my mom's always believed in me and been hard on me and challenged me and made sure I grew up right and freaking spanked my butt and didn't spank the girls, you know? Um, <laughs> but like you, you've got, you know what I mean? But people need people that believe in them. Yeah. You know? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, so Casey's, your youngest sister, obviously, mm-hmm. Casey. For, for everybody, yeah, yes, I've got three, three younger sisters. I'm the oldest of four. Yeah. So Cody's youngest sister, Casey, started the business in November of 2022. And so I told Casey when you started, Casey, if you're going to do this, you know, we're, we're going, you're going to, we're going to do it. And uh, I told Casey, I said, you will make a hundred thousand dollars in 23. Mm-hmm. And she texts me, and I can show you the text right now. Oh, that's so cool. She texts me and says, Dad, I never believed it, but I'm actually on pace to make a hundred thousand this year. I never believed it was possible. That's crazy. But she's on pace to make a hundred thousand this year. That's so awesome. And so, and I said, Casey, and so we were on the phone. I said, Casey, you will make two hundred fifty thousand in two thousand twenty-four. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, and because when people yeah. hear positive things, mm-hmm. they they go after those. They they that's that's she. I have no doubt in my mind. I, I I'll bet anybody in the, anything in the world right now. She will make a quarter million dollars next year in twenty twenty-four. I just know it. And she's done a hundred percent. 100% of her marketing. She's not bought a single lead. She's not made a single cone call. She's not done anything at all except for one thing, and that's Medicare seminars. That's the only True. marketing that she's done, period, end of discussion, end of story, nothing else. And uh, and so the funny thing is, is that probably about the first three or four months, you know, I'm, I'm kind of watching her numbers a little bit, and I'm like, and so she calls me, and I said, Casey, what percentage are you cross-selling? She said, I've, I've not cross-sold a single person yet. And I said, what are you doing? You know, what, the hardest thing to do is get from a person. Mm-hmm. While you, when, you, when you get from a person, take advantage of that opportunity. True. And uh, so anyway, so we went, so we did some training on, on, uh, uh, on, on uh, cross-selling. And so now she cross-sells probably 70, 75% of the clients she, she gets in front wow. of. That's awesome. Immediate way to impact an income too. Oh, double your income. Yeah, double which your is income. crazy. Um, I know we got a few minutes left. Um, you also like, built a successful agency for years um, with Secure Insurance Group. 
partnered, we partnered with um, Advanced Team Partners. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yourself, myself, Ty James, Matt Smith, both your son-in-laws, my brother-in-laws, um, and then partnered with Advanced Team with Roger Short, Chris Ball, um, Zach McElwain, and then also on the secure side, Dallas Keithley, and then on the uh, Advanced Team side, Thomas Graziano, Tommy. And so thus us nine have now merged into forming Impact Legacy Group. Um, talk about the thought behind having a successful business, but then still merging, merging and partnering with others. That was probably the hardest decision I've ever made in my life. Yep. And uh, it was really a family only business. It, it was a family owned business. Yeah. And it was one that, you know, that I had, you know, full and complete control of. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you, you know, you've, you've got your CA business and, you know, and 8% and all the things that you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, even though you're, you know, you, you still help out on that side from time to time, but Correct. you've truly branched off and, and done your own thing in the insurance industry. And, uh, uh, to where, uh, my two son-in-laws, you know, they've been in the business every day, yep. you know, and they're, and they're two extremely talented young men that, they are. that just, they, they do a great, great job. And, uh, and then Dallas has been so loyal for, oh my gosh, for 20 Jim. years, over 20 years. So good with people. And he's, he's such a, such a great guy. And, and, uh, so I never dreamed I would ever do anything different. And, uh, cause we had a family owned business and, uh, but the more and more I thought about it, and the more and more I got to know Roger and Chris and Zach and, mm-hmm. and Tommy and, you know, obviously already knew Dallas and, and, uh, the more and more I got to, to, to know them and I could see just how honest and ethical and, and how uh, transparent they are and, and just how talented they are. And, uh, and I got to thinking, okay, we can, we can go, you know, a hundred mile an hour by ourselves, or I can go 200 mile an hour batting these other players mm-hmm. because it was nobody we were adding to the team that wasn't talented True. there was everybody in the team had some serious talent behind them and and, and the more i met with these individuals I, I could see that the values were the same i could see that you know their passions their drives you know their motivation you know their their, their desire to to help agents their desire to to do those things uh were there you know and and they were they were similar to mine True. and uh, now there's been challenges obviously you know, there's, there, there's more, uh, there's more partners now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but, uh, but I, it's, it's something to where, uh, with the way we've got to set up now in the process system, the training centers and, and, uh, the go plans, you know, all the things that we've gotten in place, the things we've got now set up, uh, we're going to grow so fast. It's no question about it. It's, it's, it's going to be on even my, my, what I could ever have imagined or believed. Mm -hmm. So, and we're constantly having to innovate. Like I I get on the uh, partners meeting every week and, and, um, I don't do a lot else, you know, other than like expose the industry to impact legacy Mm -hmm. group and what you're doing and Roger, et cetera. Um, I don't end up, um, when I'm on there, it's like, man, we were having so many agents and agencies trying to come on board that like we're having to improve systems and processes as, as to expand and, and, and be able to accommodate their growth. Yeah. And so, so one thing too, that kind of caught my eye when we started this conversation is, uh, advanced team partners, uh, they were a simplified issue life agency. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. Final expense, mortgage protection. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, and we did some of the final expense, but not nearly to the level they did it. But, you know, we had done, we were Medicare, health, annuities, and traditional life. And we did some simplified life but not to the level they did and i just got to thinking you know what if we put all these together and you put you know nine talented 
motivated uh, individuals that are honest, ethical, that 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 are transparent and uh, and exactly. have full disclosure. You put these these nine people together. Oh my gosh, what 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 could happen? 100%. And what what could happen? You know, if everybody has their roles and every everybody takes their roles and responsibilities, and uh, and and they do their roles. You know, like kind of like Tom Brady says, do your job. Mm-hmm. You know, or Bill Belichick, whoever it is, says, do your job. Yep. You know, that's if everybody does their job, it, this is unstoppable. No so. question about it. Um, speaking of Impact Legacy Group, if someone and we could talk for hours. Like, there's been so many things I could have extrapolated in if we didn't have other meetings the rest of the day. This has been so good, so cool. I'm hoping you guys enjoyed it. Um, if they want to learn more about Impact Legacy Group um, and speak to you, the team, whatever, what should they do? Yeah, so you can go to impactlegacygroup.com. And, and on there, there's all kinds of ways you connect with the team and also my information's on that website. Cool. And, uh, and you're more than welcome to put it out there on the, on the chat whenever, you know, if you'd like to. And, uh, cool. uh, the, uh, but, but the Impact Legacy Group website. And, and uh, so uh, one more thing I want to, I want to go back to one more thing just to uh, go back to the family just real fast. Mm-hmm, one thing please. I meant, meant to say earlier is, uh, you know, that song that talks about, you know, is it all, what, what's it all worth at the end of the day if there's no one at, on the side of the stage is, just there's nobody that wants to be even more successful than I do. You know that, yeah. you know, I've got a true passion for, cause I've, I've got to win. I, mean, I just, mm-hmm. I, I hate losing. You, you know that. And, that. and I, and I, and I, I hate losing. Uh, and I'm going to win, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always going to win. And, and, uh, but I want, I want to win not only in business, I want to win in family too, in marriage and win in those other areas. True. And, uh, uh, so just think about, you know, as you're as you're growing your business, to make sure that you're not leaving your family on the side, and uh, because one day you may be up there, and and you may have a, you know, you be able to sing in your song because you're, you're you've been successful, but if there's nobody on the side of the stage, was it all really worth it? Mm, it's good, so true. I love it. Uh, thank you for coming back on. It's been too long, but it's been amazing. Thank you for being on back on the podcast. In the Absolutely. Anytime. Appreciate I love it. Your pops. Okay. Thank you guys for hanging out and listening to the Power Player Podcast. Keep following my father, Brian Askins, and Impact Legacy Group are doing. Thanks for listening. Let me know also too. Help me out. Throw in comments below what your favorite moment of this episode was so that we can do more of that. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Adios.